The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Everybody, welcome back to Killer Pod from Outer Space. My name is Vinny. I'm here with my good brother Jeff. What's up, party people? We got the producer. Evening. Back in the chair. Howdy. The yeah. chair. Well, yeah, <laughs> the producer chair. Yeah. Um, it's a nice chair. We had a little mini break again, but we are back. That might be a theme for the summer. Take a week on, week off. Producer's always traveling. Doing stuff. Busy man. Look, the pandemic's coming to an end. Yeah. Everyone's got to get their shit in. Do. <laughs> um, all right, well, how you been during a little break? Oh, decent, man. Decent. Um, throwing down movies as often as possible. Uh, getting my Joe Bob in. Going to the Mahoning. Killer Clowns on 35 mil. I missed the last two Joe Bobs. That's not like me at all. Yeah, they were fun, too. Uh there was a VHS special, which are just ludicrous. And then they did Clint Howard and Day of the Beast, which are fun. But I will say, if you are <laughs> just a fan of shit cinema, watch the VHS uh, night. It, it, it's so fun. I'm probably going to miss that, but I will watch the Clint. Oh, it's fun. How was um how was Clint Howard like you know? Clint Howard's the man. Being on there with yeah, Joe he's Bob. the man. He he was uh doing his Clint Howard thing. He he knows. Uh, actually, it's, it's actually a really good interview because he he lays down a lot of his quote unquote acting philosophy and why he takes parts and it, it, it's actually eye opening oh. if you are a Clint Howard fan, which right. we are. Oh yeah, big time, big time. I was surprised to hear that they didn't do. Uh, Ice cream man. Well, he did it on Monster Vision, so yeah, that makes I sense. I have it on that Blu-ray. It's nice. Um, I haven't really watched anything horror relevant, other than, of course, because uh, I've been uh, anticipating it. As soon as Conjuring Three dropped on HBO Max, gave that a watch and was disappointed. Really? I mean, it's a good enough. It's a good enough movie, but it just shouldn't be. I feel like it shouldn't be with the Conjuring franchise. It was more of a, uh, uh, like a procedural. Oh, and okay. Wow, what you always bitch at me about, like, examining. I mean, it was it was cool. It, I, I don't know. It just didn't feel like a Conjuring movie, and it, fe- it felt very, very disconnected. Maybe that's because James Wan wasn't directly involved. Um, the scares for me, I could tell the scares weren't hitting. So for, they didn't hit for me. And I couldn't. I could tell they weren't hitting in general because they had zero effect on Stephanie. But uh, the, like just the jump scares and everything, it was were just so generic, and the typical CGI stuff. And I'll tell you hitting. what, man, it's hard to top that first Conjuring movie. Dude, I'm telling you that the second one might be better. Really? Yeah. I, so I've never seen the second one. Or uh, I gotta watch it. But that first one where she's on top of the armoire. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's a, it's a hell of a scene. I mean, at the very least, the second one is neck and neck with the first. Right. It's on uh, something. Netflix? I, Netflix, yeah. Netflix has it. I think there aren't all three on HBO Max now, too. Well, Maybe. Yeah. Um, besides that, it's kind of the only horror thing I've been checking out. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, 
I just been watching whatever. Uh, a lot of old unsolved mysteries again. I've gotten back on that. Back on that. Yeah. Uh, Cruel Jaws, which was absurd. I'm so excited. I, did for I that. talk about that on here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, you, um, when you were at Mahoning, were able to hook me up with the Blu-ray. Yeah. So, absolutely. And we talked about it at dinner tonight. But I'm definitely doing. A Cool Jaws and Grizzly double feature. Yeah. And that's going to be a uh, fun night. Grizzly's one of my favorites. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, I bought Death Promise on Blu-ray. Another Vinegar Syndrome, John. I got my Vinegar Syndrome shit in the mail. I'm waiting for that. Um, what was the... Um, sorry, I just popped in my head. No, what was... Uh, I feel like it was forever ago on, on the show. There was an announcement of a uh, animal... Attack movie part two that was thought Grizzly, to be Grizzly with Charlie Sheen. Okay, so it was yeah, it's Grizzly. Out. It's out on physical media. Yeah, who released it? Oh, some rando company. It's, oh shit! I didn't yeah, get that. Yeah, it's not even on Blu-ray. I don't think. I think it's DVD. <laughs> but it's yeah, Clooney. Have you heard anything about it? I've seen it. Wait, you saw it? Well, no, I've seen it in the store. But you haven't given it a watch yet. No, not yet. So maybe that should be a double feature. Mm, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. And it's only DVD. That's lame. Yeah. All right. Well, if it is on Blu-ray, I did not see it on Blu-ray, but whatever. That announcement was a big deal many, oh, many months yeah. ago. We were excited, <laughs> and I forgot about it. Sure. Um. Not horror related, and I, I don't think I've given it a shout out on the episode, but I have been completely absorbed in the show uh, running on AMC right now called gangs of london it is so damn good and i just want people to watch it i was worried it wasn't going to get cleared for a season two but it did apparently it's really popular in um the uk because it's a london-based show but it's super good and in uber violent like way over the top violence uh some crazy hand-to-hand combat um all kinds of knife violence and there's this one episode has this little like massacre that goes on that is just brutal. <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's so good. I'll give it a That's look. That's all I got. I'll give it a look. Uh, right. What are you doing for our beer this evening? So beers. Um, this is one that you brought. That I'm quite excited about. I did because it is Hidden River. Also in Southeast PA. Good spot. Really great spot. Um, good hangout spot. Like their their setup is very unique where it's like a uh It's like a haunted farmhouse. It's like an old farmhouse and you can you obviously can hang out and eat and drink there. But you can like wander around like different rooms of the house. Like you have like the library area, you have, there's like a living room area. So you can sit in all different parts of the house. The outdoor seating is beautiful. Uh they have a food set up. The food is always on point. Uh, but you have to get there early because when they're out, they're out. That's how the food works on uh, certain menu items. Like menu items just get crossed off as the night goes on. But And their beers are always super on point. Uh, this one is a collaboration beer, which we will get into. But the beer itself is called Cerebral Distortion and is a double Indian pale ale. Mm. I always say Indian. India. Pale ale, not Indian. It's all right because it's a double, and we usually go triple, and that's when the show just goes off the rails. Yeah, well, it was nice that um, we had some lighter beers to go along with yeah. the night. Very good, very good times. 
Oh um, yeah, our our crappy beer that we're drinking alongside our good beer is Lone Star this evening. Yeah, little uh, Joe Bob special coming out of Texas. So crazy uh, case in point here. Vinny is so into beer. He emailed Lone Star to find out where he can get cases of their beer in the area because we're just like we're basically uh, in Phoenixville at least. We are. You have to get a six pack or single bottles, and then he emailed them like, "Where can we get thirty packs?" And they gave him a, a whole list of distributors. So Rainbow Beverage in Coatesville, Pennsylvania, it's a brew through. You can grab thirty rack cans of Lone Star beer. And we're uh, gonna need quantity for when we go out to uh, see Joe Bob Mahoney. Yeah. This and beer, this, this beer is delicious. Delicious, yes, absolutely. And the can art is bomb, and uh, super epic. You know, it brings me to my music. Yeah, like a lava uh, waterfall. (laughs) All kinds of lightning and stone. It's it's super super metal. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm just looking at it and talking out loud. Uh, Which brings me to my music pick for this evening, which is actually a music pick I've had before. Uh, Death metal band called Outer Heaven. Or Outer Haven, as I may refer to them sometimes. Regional. Regional names. Regionally referred to as Outer Haven. Um, But with the release of this beer and... So the collaborations with the band Outer Heaven. We have a special guest tonight, folks. Tonight. For Watch This or Die. (laughs) We have my buddy, Zach from Outer Heaven joining us on the show how you doing zach i am good how are you very good very um, good i hope that intro was uh, good enough i i feel like i should have went bigger better like bob barker style sorry oh it's it, it was organ? it was amazing it, it was amazing thank you it was uh, it was everything i could have hoped for wonderful <laughs> wonderful you drinking anything tonight uh i am drinking um hidden river brewing company it's a collaboration with this band outer heaven oh um you also have cerebral distortion yeah we're how did you you manage to get your hands on that uh you know i had to go in there and beg and beg for them to give me a can and they were like "Mm, sons of bitches they're probably holding it all for themselves so how did this come about how did this collab come about um i mean Everybody else in Outer... I'm the only person in Outer Heaven that did not grow up like in and around Douglasville, Pottstown area. I grew up in Delaware County. And so like they're all very familiar like with Hidden River. Um, my guitar player, John, uh, used to bartend at a place called Island Pizza in mm. Douglasville. I'm very and familiar with that spot. That place is huge. He said... He said um, that like back in the day when he would bartend there, the Hidden River guys would just like before they had like you know like the the spot that they're in now and before they had like the you know the food and like the whole place they would just come in with like growlers of beer and be like here try this you know so like he kind of like was familiar with them from for a while and um he actually uh they took like they did like you know the tour of the of the building the farmhouse and he actually proposed to his now wife like in the in one of the rooms up there and so like he's like known some of the people that have worked there and but really it started like we would we were doing this thing for a while like leading up to our new album we haven't done it in a while because we i 
we were, I think we posted a, like a little bit too much, but we would post clips like a, like a 60 second clip, like not every week at practice, but pretty often. And of like a, a snippet of a new song of us playing it at practice. And in the last one or in one of the last ones, it was just a can of hidden river. I don't remember what kind just like in the foreground we tagged them in it. And like, that became like our thing. Like we would like post like a clip of us at practice and like, you know, like whatever beer we were drinking that night and they just reached out and like, we started talking to them and, you know, they realized that we were from the area and they just were like, Hey, do you want to do a collaboration beer? And we went in and we hung out with the guy, Kevin. He's super cool. Uh, he gave us a tour of like the whole like brewery area um, and just showed us like how it was done. And we talked about, you know, like, we were throwing names back and forth and like, we found this artwork from what is his name? Do you remember what I said his name was? No, no, you don't. <laughs> we found this artwork and it like reminded us so much of uh, our album art already yeah, I mean, it looks we like the like, artist you used on your album. Yeah, it's not. It's Nether Temple Design. Uh, his name's Alex. Um, just Alex Shadrin. It's Nether underscore Temple underscore Design on Instagram. Uh, and the guy, he, we just saw that and we were like, we're, we just bought the art from him. It was already done. We were just like, we're going to use this for something, a t-shirt, whatever, because it looks like pretty you know, similar to our last album art. And, you know, we just got the ball rolling and that sent them the artwork, sent them a couple names. They picked a different, well, we were like set on three build distortion, but we like sent them a list of five names and they had actually picked another one initially. And they were like, Hey, like we like this one. What do you think? We were like, all right, yeah, fine. Like, whatever. And then they emailed us back like two days later. They're like, actually we like three build distortion. We're like, yes. Yeah. It's like, we got, we got, yeah. We got we got the one we wanted. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with with the name. Nice. But uh, yeah, we just went down there and like the day it came out, we went and hung out at the brewery. Like it was very chill, you know. Just it was just like, hey, we're making this beer. We want to put your name on it. You guys get some art, you know. Come up with the come up with the name. It was very it was very collaborative. It was a you know. We've done another beer. We did another beer collab a couple of years ago with a brewery in a droid, uh, called Adroit Theory in uh, Maryland. And oh, yeah. We're very familiar or, with that brewery. Yeah, we did one called uh, Necrogenesis. And like we did that special for the Decibel Metal and Beer Fest. We played at the Fillmore. And again, mm-hmm. it was just like the chillest, just like the most chill collaboration ever they were just like hey like what do you want this to taste like you know and we gave them some ideas and they came back with this like insane milk stout and it's like one of the best beers i've ever had like and a huge but yeah that that was gonna be my question like with the collaboration like there's nobody in the band that has any kind of brewing experience right no no zero zero so did they just ask like what your flavor preference is in a beer or exactly exactly yeah they were like and like i i feel like hidden river kind of maybe was thinking like we could do another like i don't know if maybe like like if this one did well 
they wanted to, you know, keep the door open to do another one. Maybe it was maybe kind of the vibe I got because they said that they wanted to do something like they do a lot of IPAs, a lot of double IPAs, and they were like, we could do like something different. They're like, but let's let's you know do the double IPA, see how it moves, you know, and then next time we can you know go a little bit more off the rails, which I think is like I was totally cool with that. I not a huge IPA guy, but the ones I've had from Hidden River are awesome. Yeah, they, they so I was, uh, Hidden River is the truth, and Oscar the podcast dog is losing his mind. Um, it's fired up. Your guy's beer. Every is, good podcast has a dog. Yes, you have to. <laughs> Got to keep all the bad guys out. Uh, your guy's beer is it's fucking dope. It's smooth. It's delicious. Um, you know, like we always do this week. We have our cheap beer and our good beer. Uh, yeah. Your beer is just very nice. Very nice. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying. Um, and honestly, like I think this is the type of beer that could be. Uh, like a staple for a brewery, just yeah, it could become become a flagship, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's the kind of thing. It's not it's not heavy. It's not like it, I don't know. Like I'm always way behind on beer trends, so I'm a dark beer guy. But at the same time, I drink a lot of IPAs because that's what Vinny gives me. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I can sip on this. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a pleasant it's a pleasant drink. I uh. I, I'm not a huge beer guy. Like I don't know shit about beer. I, I like, what well, I almost like. I almost interviewed for a job in like a beer garden at this place my old bass player worked, and he was like, "So like, what kind of beer?" And he was like asking me beer questions because he knew what what they were going to ask me, and he was asking me beer questions. He was like, "Dude, you don't know anything about beer." I was like, <laughs> "I so I'm in, I was like, "I know." That's, that's why I shred it. guitars in a metal band. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know any. I was like, I just drink the, the like whatever beer I can get my hands on, you know. Yeah. Like, I have, I have uh, discovered I have a taste for sour beers. Like, Ooh, like, that is, we, we are opposite. So that Sours are nice. I'm I not a sour guy. Love a sour beer, dude. They, um, Hidden River had this beer. They just sold out a couple. My drummer got the last can in the building. Uh, <laughs> it was called, it was called, um, I want the whole slab or something like that. It was a passion fruit double IPA. Uh, sorry, passion fruit sour double IPA. It was fucking incredible. And then they had one called the Corners a couple weeks ago that was a tangerine sour double IPA. Fuck, dude. It was, I was like obsessed. I, I, I went, I dropped like, Forty dollars on eight cans of it. I was like, I need it. Yeah, beer. Yeah, beer has become but, like a whole. It's an industry that has. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and then like, so collaborations got really hot probably mm-hmm. two years ago, and now all of a sudden collaborations with uh, bands and musicians are getting hot, which is super cool. Because like you know, you see your favorite band attached to like a brewery that you love, like that's awesome. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, they just keep coming out with new stuff with beer that you would never think would even be a thing. Um, yeah, it's yeah, I they're, they're like I see the beers and like the fav- the flavor profiles of them. I'm like, what? Like I'm like, oh yeah, our, wild. Our, our stuff. first the, the the one we did with Adroit Theory, it was like a uh, milk stout brewed with candy cap mushrooms, maple syrup, 
like fall spices. Uh, like, dude, it was children. It, it, it yeah, it tasted like it tasted like Christmas like dessert in a can. It was it was the super strange tasting beer, but it was fucking delicious. I love. And it I was just like, I love yeah. you, Saul. Um, they just came out with a whole line of uh, metal beers. They had thrash metal they had death metal they had black metal and there's all the different a different uh, type of beer that would sort of match that, that oh, subgenre okay. of metal it was awesome and the can art was like super sick and really matched the type of metal uh they're always down for good stuff with metal yeah i didn't see that but like i'm gonna have to check that out but like how we got in contact with them was uh they did a beer for our friends in this band called horrendous and they had horrendous play their like adroit anniversary like show and like beer party or whatever and they were like hey do you want to open and they just it was just like i think it was like a pilsner or something like that it was fucking it was called obelisk it was delicious it was awesome but we went down there and they just like gave us cups and they were like help they're like they're just like hey, drink all you want like we played the show and then at the show they were like hey uh we want to do a beer with you guys too we were like cool and then Albert Mudrian from Decibel Magazine was there, and they were like, we want to do a beer with Outer Heaven for the Decibel Metal and Beer Fest at the Fillmore, in which we were playing. And and Albert was like, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, go for it. And that like that was just kind of how it exploded. Like, we, we didn't even play until the second day, and they were like already almost sold out of our beer by the end of the first day. They had to stop serving it so that they would have some for the day. They would have some for the day that we played. That's awesome. And we were the first band to play and we printed twenty five like collaborative shirts with Adroit Theory with like the band with like the beer art on it and like our logo on one sleeve and the and the Adroit Theory logo on the other sleeve and they sold out before we played. Like it was just like That's awesome. It, Man, it, I wish like, we were there for that. Adroit yeah, and that's like one of those things like I don't even have one of those shirts. <laughs> like yeah, like I don't you're think, not I thinking think maybe, about it at the time. You're just like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a shirt, whatever. Yeah, they're yeah, they're like, I mean, I don't have like any outer heaven shirts. The only outer heaven shirts that I have are, uh, like, relapse. Our record label will mm. like, whenever we put out a record or they put out like a new shirt, like with a record, they'll be like, all right, we're gonna send you one for each member of the band. Like, what size do you want? And it's like. Yeah. They're still like in plastic wrap in my closet because I don't wear. I have so many shirts. It's funny you say that because I like. I've always been the the guy that I hate the the record cover T shirt. Yeah, I've always hated that. I mean, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little metalhead going back to like the '80s. So, but like your guys' artwork is so good that like I want that as my T shirt. There's there's a cut like the. I'm kind of the same way, but it really depends on like the album and stuff like that. I most of the shirts that I wear regularly aren't like the album cover. You know, I like I like the other kinds of designs. Of yeah, for sure. Ones. And, like, I'm the same and, way. And like now, the death metal bootleg game has exploded. Yeah, it is. Uh... Every everyone everyone and their fucking brother has a bootleg store, and. Uh, I'm here for it for the most part. Uh, there are some that I'm just like, why are you making this? Like, like the band still has this shirt available to buy directly from them. Why am I going to buy a bootleg? 
you know? Well, I, then, I know, like, speaking to that, the, the white zombie, like, um, lawsuits yeah. finally got settled. And oh, that's, there's just bootlegs everywhere. And it's great because yeah. I love white zombie. I want to get white zombie Me patches too. and white zombie t-shirts and all that shit. But goddamn, like, the explosion of just, like, the... I guess... I mean, going back to my, when I was a kid, there, there was so many dope white zombie t-shirts and now there's like yeah. two or three that everyone's just printing and printing and printing mm-hmm. and it's like well I, I know there's other stuff so the biggest one in like the in like death metal bootlegs is is bolt thrower because like they, they were so adamant they had zero online merch presence when they were a band that you you could only buy a bolt thrower shirt at a bolt thrower show and they only played a couple shows a year and so like before like the bootleg game exploded people would buy bolt thrower shirts and flip them online for hundreds of dollars like they played maryland they played maryland death fest in 2013 i got my bolt thrower t-shirt and like i immediately cut the sleeves and neck out of it like the next day and then like i saw people selling those shirts like a week later for like 200 (laughs) dollars online and i was just like oh well i guess i can't sell mine because Nobody's gonna buy a 3XL t-shirt with no sleeves and no neck, but it's one of my favorite shirts because it's like a real one. But I also have like 15 bolt thrower bootlegs because ever since bolt Thro- the drummer from Bolt Thrower died and they like disbanded, everyone and their mothers would make a bolt thrower bootleg, and it's like this thing like get it be- get it while you can because bolt thrower wi- like their lawyer will contact anybody to bootlegs their merch to be like to file a cease and desist. Yeah. So it's like get it before it goes away, and like everyone's like, "Oh my god, I have to get this! I have to get this!" It's I didn't know that everyone, uh, makes, everyone makes the same stuff. I didn't know that, that uh, there was death metal bands that were being put out in the bootleg game. Like, oh my there, god, there, I, I gotta check that out because there, there's this one company that I love. They they mainly do horror. Uh, they're called Pentagram Pentagram Peter Pan, and they oh, do yeah. they do some dope horror shirts. But every once in a while, they'll come out with like bootleg band shirts but it's usually like classic mm-hmm. classic punk uh they'll do yeah. like, they'll do like alice in chains and stuff but yeah i gotta find i gotta see what's going on with the uh the dude there's there's so there's so many dudes making bootleg death metal shirts now it's like it's it's unreal like, i have like close personal friends that do it and it's just like hey man like do, do your thing like they'll the end but you know a lot of them are realizing that there's a market for bootleg stuff other than death metal. So like I've got a friend that did like a Steely Dan shirt and an Alice in Chains shirt and a, Ma- a Madonna shirt and like a Judas Priest shirt and stuff like that. So it, it's nice to see that they're finally branching out and seeing that people want other stuff that other than just like the same Morbid Angel and boot, Bolt Thrower bootlegs. Huh. But it's like I've like there's so many bootleg shirts out there. It's just like I don't, I don't even buy them anymore because there, there's just too much variety. That's Which cool. I never thought that would be yeah. a bad thing, but it's just like there's it too many. It just happens. Market um, saturation. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought up Decibel Death Metal and Beer, which me and Vinny have had tickets for for the last two years. years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess with that, I mean, I know you guys. We don't got to get too much into it. I know you're you guys are throwing down a new record. Uh huh. Is there some some dates planned? Is there some touring? Is there Anything that we can leak out on the the episode that we well I I can tell you, we got offered a tour in next March that we said that I think we are not going to do 
Um, and then we got offered, uh, we're doing one show, a local show in the, in the suburbs of Philadelphia down Pat and, you know, in, a you know, the woods yeah. in August, which I don't know if I can talk about that That's yet. I got good. yelled at. I got yelled at for posting it. Yeah, on my don't story get don't earlier. get in trouble. I'll 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 just post <laughs> it out there. Like I I figured the, it out in the woods in August. <laughs> off yeah, air, let us just, know because we will yeah, definitely be I, there. I already know. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, um, we've got a show at the end of August in Washington D.C. that were confirmed, and then one opening for a tour package in Baltimore in I think November, but. That's I'm not going to give any more details That's than that. Good. I'm sorry. Where where in B more? Uh, Metro Gallery. I've never been there, dude. It's it's tight. It it was a lot tighter uh, back when Lost City Diner was open. It was like this like 50s sci-fi themed diner at the oh, other end of the block. That's awesome. And they had like the most amazing food. And then in the last like three years that they were open, it just got god awful. And like the food was terrible, and the service was awful, and like. But like I remember the first time I went there, I was like, "This place is amazing!" And every time I take people there, I was like, "We have to go here. Like it's the best." And then the last couple of times I took people there, they were like, "Really? This is what you were so stoked about?" And I was just like, "Fuck," you know. But I mean, Metro Gallery's cool. I've, we've played there a bunch, and uh, it's um, it's like right in like the art district. It's very funny because it's right in the art district, quote unquote. And then you go two, ha- two blocks down in the wrong direction, and there's like the fronts of entire blocks of row homes being held up on stilts because they're just like in such disrepair that they're about to fall apart. There's yeah. Baltimore is a weird spot, man. I, I, I've it's, had a lot of parties in Baltimore where you, mm-hmm. you end up in, in a line. You're like, why am I in this line? I like, oh, it's a heroin shop. And it's yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah. going to just walk away here. <laughs> Dude, ba- Baltimore has some of the most like brazen, like, people asking for money i remember oh, i went down there for dude they don't fuck they don't give a fuck no. dude they, i was i was down there for maryland death fest one year and i woke up like earlier than everybody else in my hotel room and i went to like walk to get something for breakfast i don't remember where i was going and i was walking through the inner harbor and this lady gets off a bus she's like wearing like a pantsuit and like carrying like a nice leather purse and she's like talking on her cell phone and she i'm just like sitting sitting at a table somewhere she gets off the bus. She goes, excuse me. And I'm like, uh, what's up? And she goes, can I have some money? And I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> just some money. <laughs> I was like, do I look like I have money? <laughs> it's, it's, a different, it's a different breed down there, man. I love Baltimore, though. My old band used to practice down there. I used to drive an hour and a half every weekend go to practice in Baltimore. Yeah. Be more inner harbor is weird. Cause there, there's some good spots down there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a venue. It, I can't even remember what it's called. It's like this hot dog place, like Jimmy's chicken shack. There's, remember them guys? They used to play there. All there's the Rams head, Rams head live. There's Baltimore soundstage. I think soundstage um, is what I'm talking about. Hmm. Soundstage, soundstage is what I love. We played there once with nails, like two years ago. And it was, fucking awesome that was the best night of tour that was that's a spot it's, it's like a bar which is the big ass stage right um kind of it's 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 it is a venue with a like i feel like i feel like it's a venue first okay like i know the the, the only bar like with a 
big is like i mean but sidebar sidebar is not big at all that's tiny no yeah, yeah. but i mean like, i i love i love sidebar but i don't know there's there's lots of venues down there yeah it's but, a, it's baltimore's like bizarro world it's crazy yeah, it, it it's it's like it's like walking into a different like it's, dimension i uh baltimore is like i'll yeah. take my girlfriend to the baltimore aquarium also, I want to beat up a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, babe, you want you want to go to the Inner Harbor and like and like go on like the boat duck ride and then go buy fentanyl, <laughs> like within thirty paces of each other. Let's go to, babe, let's go to the dope shop. It could be fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, well, anywho, let's get off of the dope shops from Baltimore. And let's get into why you're here. Watch this or die. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh oh, Vinny's. I'm breaking stuff. Um, you did literally tell me to watch this, or you were going to kill me. So <laughs> it's a very apt name. Hold on, I just want to bring it back to imprint real quick because I'm I'm just so curious. So he's, he's so happy. We're talking about um, a joy theory. Like we know their uh, metal roots and connection, but I mean not um, not imprint. Jesus Christ, Hidden River. Were the guys from Hidden River? Uh, were they down with metal? Because like, just based on what I see in social media and like their their previous releases, like nothing really screamed metal about them. So their like whole thing, like their whole clientele, is very like hippie, like yes. suburbanite. Like, but the guy that we talked to, the main guy Kevin, he was just like, I. He was like, that was never what I intended it to be. He's like, that's just kind of how it ended up. He's like huh. a big, like, hard, he's a hardcore guy. He loves punk. He loves hardcore. God, he should like, be my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, like he's he um he's just like a he's like a punk dad. Like he's got like two he's got like a young two young kids or something like that. He's just like you know he's got got a bunch of he's he's that he's the guy that's got a bunch of straight edge tattoos and owns a brewery. <laughs> You know? He should he should definitely meet so, my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I was yeah. It was like I was confused when um when Jeff told me about the collab. I was like, wait, Hidden River. I was like, that doesn't really make sense for them. But uh, yeah, right, that's cool. He he said that that they've never done anything like that before, and like we were kind of like weren't sure how how like their clientele was going to take it, but it it did really it did well. It seems like I it did so well, you know. Yeah, uh, right. they don't I mean, it's good any. ass beer. If it if it, it didn't sell it, well, it, yeah, I mean, it sold out. All right, so. good, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't you can't get it anymore. Just so getting these two off you was podcast, kind of a, I yeah, wouldn't say I a like, big oh. deal, but it was, it was, it was, there was some bartering, and uh, ah. I may have had to I, give uh, you a handy or so. <laughs> well, <laughs> handy, you know, walking well, handy. You know, handy. It, you know yeah. mo- little monster mania handy. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, port, it's, it's a fair potty handy. It's a it's an equal exchange of goods for services. Yeah. You know, sometimes you want an autograph, sometimes you want a beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but we did summon you to the episode yes. to watch what I was told was going to be the the goriest movie of the year, Skull the Mask. Really? You were told that? I mean, according to Shudder. Who told you that? Shudder told me that. <laughs> Oh, okay. I guess we're on agreement then. Nobody seems to be very happy. With so, this. <laughs> Skull, The Mask, Shutter exclusive. Uh, I got to admit, just because like Shutter like, shows like the language is Portuguese, I'm like, ah, oh, nice Portuguese made film. I forgot in Brazil they speak Portuguese. So it's actually a Brazilian mm-hmm. Brazilian film. 
Um, who wants to get in the synopsis? One of the hottest starts yes. to a movie uh, I am, that, I've seen yeah. in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad you said that because that's exactly how I felt. I was like, damn. I was like, I am all in on this one. Like, I was... Like Steph was half asleep, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, I'm in for the long haul. Go to bed. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be a banger." And uh, it quickly went downhill. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it didn't really know what it wanted to be. Like exactly. it didn't know if it wanted to. It didn't know if it wanted to be like a cop drama, and it didn't know if it wanted to be like a slasher because there was like these shots. The shots that like got my attention, I was like, "This is like it was cool." It was like the vibey city shots through the windshield while like the like the synthy like dark synth music was playing, and she's just like the cops driving, and I was just like, "Okay, this is like a little weird." And then like it would just totally change tone like over and over and over again. It was yeah, it that was, that was it was kind of jarring. If it wanted to be a cop movie. It couldn't be, and especially with, um, I don't know the actress's name, with with that with that that cop, that female cop. She, I just didn't care about anything that she was doing. Yeah, it's like they didn't know what they wanted to do with uh, her. Yeah, and I, my it, my girlfriend, we were watching it, and she was just like, "Is that what cops dress like in Brazil?" Just like <laughs> she was just like, I was, "There was like, a point I was like, she can't chase him because her titties are too big." <laughs> yeah, I was like. She's just like I was just like I guess like they don't like do their cops not have uniform. I was like okay, she must be like a detective. You know, like detectives don't normally wear like a police uniform. You know, so I, yeah, I think she's a homicide detective, right? That was I, I, yeah. I, I was, couldn't even tell you. There, there was a, there was there was a little bit of a language barrier. So just, just a tiny bit. The, yeah, a tiny bit. There, there's so much in this movie that's unexplained, and they don't even bother. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's because it doesn't matter. I feel like yeah, in the long no, run. I agree. That's not, that's not why people are. But there. like the the lesbian couple, uh, the young lesbian just automatically knows how to do a ritual yeah, yeah. to make the skull. Um, I mean, I, I guess she, I want to I, I want to she... stop you uh, talking about the uh, young lesbian because um, was I? I can't be the only person or my girlfriend. I can't be the only people that thought that that was her daughter at first and thought it was a little weird. Yo, when she was playing like call of duty or some shit. Yes. Well, and they they went right out and said like, Oh, uh, a couple, one being 21 and one being 40 brutally murdered. Yeah. But we're like, okay. So like they gave her like, you know, the alternative look. So I guess you're supposed to, as a general audience, like, Oh, well she looks alternative. She must know witchcraft. Uh, I mean, I've but, dated enough witch girls in my time to know that that's, I mean, accurate. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the, the skull itself in the beginning, like when it grows the tentacles and stuff. Not good. It, it's just clearly like an alien. Cause it hugs the face and it grows the tentacles. Yeah. So it's like alien and the thing all happening at once. So I thought the Which, skull, I mean, the skull like, itself I, I just really took cool. it as... No, the skull looked yeah. dope as shit. Yeah, and when it went thought, on the dude's face, awesome. it looked great. Yeah. Um, I actually like the opening action sequence when they're acquiring the skull, and he's like doing all the wrestling moves on dudes. All right, so I have that written down. Whoever wrote this or directed it, very influenced by pro wrestling, because there is power yes. bombs, choke slams, yes, dude. I was gonna say and Rey Mysterio masks. So <laughs> yeah. So the dude from um, the dude from the sequence I was talking about, who was unmasked, 
later becomes the mass killer, and he's like a very yeah, he's like the, famous, the cleanup guy. Well, he's a very famous Brazilian wrestler. Oh, is he? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, oh, I thought that was Wardlow from AEW. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna uh, have a, a bare knuckle fight with uh, Jake Hager soon. <laughs> I oh, yeah. um, saw that. I sir, I thought maybe you would know him. I certainly don't know who he is, but I looked him up, and he's like big time in the indie Brazilian wrestling. I didn't know there was circuit. a big time Brazilian wrestling. Well, big time in Brazil. I don't think it's reached anywhere else. But yeah, he's uh, like a big time Brazilian wrestler. Wrestler. Yeah. So, because he was laying on the moves like pretty oh, good. Yeah, he, he lays slams, like yeah. I think he power bombs the one guy like three <laughs> times. Oh yeah, the power that, bomb is sick. Uh, yeah. like, breaks his back like with the power bomb. My problem with this movie, my biggest problem, is that it wants to be a serious horror film, but at the same time has like the most horror comedy tropes, like wolf cop shit I've ever seen. Like when um, the killer comes into the john and he pulls the hand off of Jesus and it's a sword. I thought that was super cool. I thought it was cool too, but it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then right. like that, when that priest is ready to roll. When homeboy the the protector guy gets shot and he steals the purse off that chick and sticks a tampon in the bullet wound. Oh, I didn't even catch that. What oh, was that? The end? No, he gets shot. He he uh when Beatrix, the world's most uh who knows what cop that character Terrible. Terrible. They you so you learn that she killed some kids. You don't know why. You don't know what her motivation yeah. is. You don't know why she's but she, where but she got she got off. Like Yeah. And you don't know why she is where she is now. And then soon as homeboy rich guy's like oh, I give you a proposition, you can go uh kill this guy and make some money and she's right back at it. And then she changes her mind again. Like her character is so bad. Not to mention that she's touching her face all the time as if that's some sort of... Uh, I'm showing emotion. It is bad. She has huge boobs and she can't catch <laughs> up with a criminal. <laughs> but it's just... It's like, I don't... I, 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 uh, why is she here? And you knew... and uh, Spoiler alerts, jumping ahead... You knew that this whole movie was just a, a lead up to make a sequel. So I got to admit, yeah. like this one really, really quickly started to go downhill and fade for me. And uh, I was doing a double feature, so I actually fell asleep. So I don't even know what happened at the end. Was it worth me staying awake? No. <laughs> Zach, what say you? Stay awake for this one or no? Dude, I caught myself on my phone a yeah. good amount, like like during during it. I would like tune back in for the fights. I thought, dude, visually, I thought it was awesome. The gore is sick in the this. gore. Uh, yeah, I thought the gore. I had I was going in thinking it was gonna be better. I mean, I, the 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 club scene was super cool. Yeah, when he rips the oh yeah the spine maskers and then yeah, um, that's the shit. The throat. That was that was super cool. Yeah, that's, but like right after the club scene is when I fell asleep. I liked what well, you missed. I liked the shot during the fight with the priest where like, it's just like there's silhouettes in front of the, um, in front of the stained glass. Mm -hmm. Like that was a cool shot. Yeah. I, thought, I like, like that. Vis visually. I thought it was really cool. 
movie. Like it, it was shot well, but just like story wise, incredibly lacking. And yeah, like it was just all over the place. Like, I got it, the like same. Same vibe. It didn't know what it wanted to be. Right. It was. It was somebody had like visuals and was like, "This is the shit," and it was. But as far as the story, it just was. It was trash. It was like, like I. I don't know why you. uh, Spoiler alerts here. Why you make the main detective chick a child killer? Like she was killing kids. And then, I missed that part. Yeah, apparently like, she like. I, I thought I thought it. No, I thought it was so it wasn't the corporate. Accident? No, I thought it was the corporation that. So I thought she was like going. She was trying to find what happened to these kids, and they pulled her off that assignment to 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 work on the murders. No, no. So she's from the movie. so she's looking into that, but before. She's on another case, like when she's a rookie or something. When they they, they pour uh, the blow into her hand and she snorts the line oh, and then she yeah, kills yeah, the yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think this is another situation in my case where it's like I don't understand what's happening in Portugal or whatever. Brazil, <laughs> Brazil, Portugal, São Paulo. Um, so yeah, it's like she's just like a crooked cop, but. For some reason, I, we're supposed to think that's okay. <laughs> is she a crooked cop or is she just a bad cop? I don't know. Like, but, and, and, and not even like good cop, bad cop. I just mean like an incompetent cop. Yeah, that I, I think that's the biggest problem is there is she no definition of her. Cop. Yeah, it, it's like there's no definition of Beatrice. I mean, shitty cop, shitty character. It just That part didn't work at all for me. I mean, yeah. when you watch the movie, who did you care about the most? Uh, the dude in the skull mask that was killing the people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, I cared about um... also the protector guy. Yeah, that that's the dude. I was he trying was to think of his name. Manco. Manco was yeah, his name. Yeah, he he, dude, he 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 reminded me of the um uh the the dude from uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade that that's that's guarding the Grail. <laughs> yes. Which I was just like I was like okay that's that's who this guy is in this movie. And I was like, I was like, all right, this that, is something. This is something I understand. The thing that's funny about him is that they treat him like shit. Like they treat him like yeah. such a piece of shit in the movie. Like he doesn't get a heroic moment. He doesn't get to save the day. He's just like, I'm here to protect everybody from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck you, huh? Yeah, and, and maybe it'll happen. Maybe so, it won't. how's the movie end? I missed it. How's I don't it, even remember. How's it end? Yeah, like what? Like what's the? He sends the skull mask back to hell. That's it. Oh yeah. And how how does he get it off the dude? He goes into like a vacant lot and does like a circle and lights candles. A little figure eight action. It's not good. It, it's it's a very like. This is what they were shooting for. Like this is. Hmm. This is what they had in mind. Like this guy's yeah. He like he like performs a ritual, and then like a, a the, like a gateway to hell opens up. Yeah, and then like he drops the mask into it, and then he himself also falls into the hole, yeah. and he has it's, to like pull himself good. out. And then they but end then, it on the open end where the mask is is back. This shows up. Yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not a good movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, like the the corporation. Like or the mu- the people from the museum that that he wanted to put the mask in, 
are like, yeah, we're going to put the mask in the museum. And it turns out, uh oh, we put a dummy mask in the museum and we're going right. to use this, the real mask on, uh, on like for nefarious means. I don't remember exactly what. And then it turns out that they need the blood of the children that the, that the lady cop was looking for the whole time. Yeah. And they're the ones that kidnapped those kids that she was looking for. And she was working for them without knowing. Right. And then, and then she the guy, the museum guy, that the museum guy, Tack, I think his name's Tack. He yeah. has a plan, but there's no explanation to the plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, hey. they, they, they don't tell you what they're going to do with the mask. Right. They're just going to do something. They're going to the do kids. something with the mask. <laughs> it's, well, uh, it's a whole mess of a yeah, movie. It, it, it's good gore. Um, foreign uh you know actors so i guess you have to like take it for what it's worth but you know, I mean, i'm I, assuming for brazilian actors i'm assuming i'm assuming they were the cream of the crop for brazilian it actors had to but be. i couldn't tell cuz i couldn't understand what they were saying i give this a hard die like i mean yeah i love the concept uh it could have been really cool it just wasn't executed and then Probably the biggest reason I gave it a dive is like, like we talked about, like the the opening the opening stuff I really loved. Like I was all in. They had me. And then they just very quickly lost me. Um so to so to start that strong and end that week, I can't recommend this to anybody. Like Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I have it I have it as a die. Um when it started I had so high expectations. I was like Oh my god! This is gonna be like a crazy action horror, nutty ass movie. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like cheesy and ridiculous, but yeah. I thought it'd be fun and and awesome. But like I said, it's it's almost like they didn't know. Like we have these elements that could be really funny, like Wolf Cop, but we want to take it serious, and that's that, that's where it died. It was, it was just like I don't care. And then you you have that cop Beatrice. Yeah, and you just, don't even know what you're going to do with her. You're like, yeah, well, is she a piece of shit or is she the hero? I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> hmm. That's a swing and a miss I, uh, for the old shutter. So I, on the other hand, I'm going to give it a solid uh Watch this for about 15 minutes and then go scroll through TikTok on your phone until <laughs> cool stuff happens. You're not wrong. That opening is amazing. Yeah. It, it, the the like, opening. It is the... like this weird combination of like the Rocketeer, a mm-hmm. Bruce Lee movie, Castle Free. Like there's so much Fun going wrestling on wrestling stuff. Like, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. And, but it's, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's almost like they do that and then a like title. Nah, I give up. It's like they, it's like they just blew their wad. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what we do from here. <laughs> like, so, like the opening scene was was sick as fuck, like you guys said, and then uh, you get the scene with like when the skull inhabits wrestler dude's body and his face. That was cool looking. It was very derivative, but it was cool. You know, I was like, okay, that was cool. And then uh, the club scene happens. Also, very cool. It's a cool looking movie. Also, when when he like kills that couple that are fucking in the car, that oh was that yeah. was that was a good. I, I was like, funny. I was like, all right, I'm I'm on board. And then you get the club scene, tight. And then you get the the priest fight, also tight. 
but everything in between, everything with the cop is just like, it's like a cure for insomnia. I just couldn't, I couldn't find, I couldn't be invested. I was just like, I, I was looking for anything else to do on my phone. But also, I forgot, like with the the effects and the kills, I can't think of what movie they're ripping off, but they just took it way too easy on like the the blade kind of like swinging by. And that causes mm-hmm. the face to fall off effect. They did it at yeah, least twice, was... if not three times. Like, just a blade goes by and their face falls off. Like, what? What? Uh, I can't think of, like, like what, what movie was that happening a lot in where a face would fall off? My, am I thinking of, uh, what's the Jesus movie, Jeff? Um, Passion of the Christ. No. <laughs> uh, God damn it, old Gibson. Um... Uh, Fist of Jesus. Fist of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of faces falling off in that, so I felt like they were kind of, and, and also that was the. That's also a Portuguese movie. A Portuguese believe, movie. Yeah. yeah, so maybe they're ripping off that. I don't know, but there's just more faces falling off in the. Nothing to do with the blade being near the face effect. Whatever. They should have just thought the story out like a little bit. But that was I, watching it. I knew like that's what they wanted. They wanted that sequel. They want the sequel bait. Okay, uh, the sequel. Come watch the second one. How was that? Was that? I, 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 I'm I'm not gonna watch the second one. I'm no. not. I, yeah, I, I'm not watching the second one. No, no, you, it, you didn't it grab not me with a, the first one. It was one. not very good. I I was actually very shocked that I told myself I was like eh, I would never watch this again because. When I watch a movie that I hate, I will generally like start fast forwarding. I play with the phone, yeah. and I just sat through this thing like waiting for something to exactly. happen. Exactly, like, I was just like, "When's this gonna get sick?" Yeah, and I was like, "Nothing. This is it. Like, this is how we're gonna end it." All right, cool. And I don't know about Portuguese horror. I don't know if this is like a big deal for them. Like they finally like, yeah, we came through. We got the, the that one horror movie. But it almost feels like this is one of those. The first 15 minutes were bomb as shit and Shudder knew like, oh, well, you know, they'll hit play on it. So fuck. That's yeah, that's it was. Well, because they threw in the description is a splatter fest. So they know people like us are going to watch it because it said that. Yeah, but like the dumb shit was like the hand. Oh, yeah. I don't get that whole connection. It doesn't make it. it that was his no grandfather's connection. hand or his dad's yeah, hand or something like, like that. What, it curled its fingers if something happened. It didn't make sense. Yeah, and like it would spin to the right to the direction of the. Yeah. Of the skull, I don't know. You know what? A lot of it felt like was the uh, Astron Six movie Father's Day with the the Padre and fighting evil, just not as funny. Yeah, I, I wouldn't lump it in the same category because Astron Six Father's Day is good. No shit. <laughs> no shit. If you haven't gotten Psycho Goreman yet, get on it. God, I love that movie. Psycho Goreman. That that's a definite watch this yes. for me. That's oh, we should good... give we should give that that's a Lyle. 
we'll for do a future it. episode. We'll, we'll do it again. We need to give someone like unsuspecting to do a watch us or die with us to watch like a gore man. Frig off. <laughs> like my sister or something. I don't know. Somebody. Producer. <laughs> He'd be like, what the fuck is going on? What? I don't have to pay attention to this shit. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I mean, that's all I have to say about yeah. that. Very angry. Very angry. About the watch? I mean, it, it didn't. In it, general, I, it didn't I, anger me. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go. To bed I was now. so hyped for it because I, I started watching. It, like, I wasn't. I wasn't particularly. I started hyped watching for it. it like midnight, and I just like, I was with the girlfriend, and I was like, this is gonna be a fucking blood fest. <laughs> <laughs> so what did? So what did pockets think? She fucking hated it. Cause <laughs> like from for, the jump, or she caught in. No, once the chick detective started like being retarded. Sorry, everybody. Oh, I know no. this has got me in trouble before, but oh, Jeff, you should. I know you gotta I'm say frittata. Frittata. You're gonna have to edit me out of this whole episode. I don't want to be canceled. <laughs> Tonight we have from Outer Haven, <laughs> redacted Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was like, like it's all right. So my girlfriend is straight edge. I know it's crazy, right? But wow. she, she almost sees shit like this coming. And and she'll start dicking around on her phone. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> the, movie? the movie just started. You're watch the movie? She's like, what, what are you playing? Meh. Candy Crush? <laughs> Meh. I gotta, I'm playing Fruit Ninja over here. <laughs> but no, like, we're watching it. And it's just like, the more... It's almost like the less... If they would have pulled the detective chick out... It would have been better because they just yeah. stopped thinking. They were just like, oh, well, here she is. Look what she does this and this and this. And you have no I, idea. And you're just like, I, you know what I'm going to give it? You know, what? I'm going to say the same thing about uh, Predator 2. It's got Predator 2 syndrome. It's not a because Predator 2 is not a fucking Predator not a Predator movie. movie it's, yeah. a, it's it's a it's a cop movie. Yeah. Gary Busey, Danny Glover. Oh, you're going to piss Vinny off. I kind of like... I mean, I'm not going to defend Predator 2, but I I just... I'm not saying I dislike Predator 2. Predator is one of my favorite... Top five. Predator's in top five. Yes. For me. Yes. But Predator 2, you you go from watching Predator to Predator 2. Predator 2 is not a Predator movie. It's a cop movie, and a Predator shows up, does some stuff, looks cool, and then... But it's it's not a predator movie. Nah, no. Nah. It's got predator in it. And the yeah. whole the whole city landscape could have been awesome and they kinda dropped the ball. Yeah. That. Exactly. Favorite but Gary Busey's in it, and that's cool. Favorite Gary predator in it, line. Favorite predator line? Yeah. Dylan! Yep, uh, you son of a <laughs> bitch. You are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> It is just muscles for days or, in that movie, and then they're on the chel- uh, they're on the helicopter listening to the fucking Little Richard. I don't yeah, understand. Great. I don't understand. It's like it's like we want to just be like fucking do. I don't know. I don't know. Predator is man. I'm, it's, a, I'm gonna, it's one of my all time favorites. Oh, it's so good. That's it's it's like oh man, Predator's one of the best movies ever made. I'll say that. That's so. Good. I remember like. I'm gonna take it back to my old man shit. But WPHL seventeen. I watched 
Pulp Fiction for the first time on there. Edited. Crazy. Ugh, yeah. Edited. That sounds awful. It's it's terrible, but you know what? It was on. Like, they wouldn't do that shit no more. The, no. No. Absolutely not. Predator saw that on there. Like, I would watch hard R movies on WPHL. I remember the first time I saw Pulp Fiction, my dad, my dad's obsessed with Pulp Fiction. I was, I was maybe 12 tops and my dad like texted my mom or called my mom and was like, cause I was staying at his place for the weekend and he was like, I want to show Zach Pulp Fiction. And she was like, Bill, please. And he was like, he was like, I just really, I think he's ready. She's like, okay, I think it's time. You, you, you have to fast forward through. <laughs> You have to fast forward through the gimp scene in the in the pawn shop basement. <laughs> Bring out the and, gimp. And my dad was like, "All right, fine." And then so he did it. And then I we skipped forward, and I was, I was he was like, "My mom says you're not allowed to watch this part." And I was like, "Whatever." So he fast forwarded. I didn't really think anything of it. Like whatever, it was still a badass movie. I still got everything I wanted out of it. And then like two weeks later, I'm back at my dad's house, and I was like, "Can we watch Pulp Fiction again?" And he was like hell yeah and then he just like didn't skip it and i was just like oh that was okay like i was like that was what my mom wanted wanted you to skip through and i was like <laughs> totally unfazed by it because i was like so desensitized to like heinous shit because like when i was by the time i was seven my favorite movies were like fucking saving private ryan and black hawk down like i like i was yeah. just so so desensitized that i was just like oh no big deal and my mom was like what'd you do this weekend? I was like, Oh, we watched Pulp Fiction again. And she was like, Oh no. And she was like, did your dad skip that scene? I was like, no. And she was like, Oh my God. And I was like, I don't know what the big deal is, but so I love Pulp Fiction. Zach, I've been talking to Jeff about doing a uh, war movie draft. And based on what you just mentioned, maybe you should be our, our uh, co draftee for that. I mean, I'm not a huge. I mean, like, I like war movies. I have not kept on up on them. Like back in the day, I used to watch them all the time when I was a kid. I was that kid that would put in the Band of Brothers DVD set and then just like scroll yep. through like the scroll scroll through that the special features of of like the like the war encyclopedia, the World War II encyclopedia of like all the ranks, like the weapons and like the like the timeline and the maps, and was like obsessed with it. And I was like had like all like the fucking ultimate soldiers because like i was too good for gi joes i was Whoa. like i'm not i was like gee i was like i was like i need the i need the more realistic ones with as, the with the cloth uniforms as far as modern releases go there's not much going on so you might be yeah there would be a lot of old stuff that we'd be talking about okay yeah i mean I, I'd, I'd be down yeah you guys uh i uh the, the last war movie i saw was overlord so that was uh, oh, a little JG Abrams. Man. That was hey. I listen, will say it's got, that uh, it's got my, Wyatt Russell in it, and I have a big crush on his dad. So my uh, best friend's uncle was in the Band of Brothers, and I worked with a guy who was part of the uh, thing with the thing. <laughs> what? Wait, your best friend's uncle was like in Band of like, Yeah, it was his like, great was, uncle. He, oh, okay. I was like, and I was then like, he was I, I worked with a guy who was, like was in, part in of the, the Black Hawk Down shit, and he did not want to talk Whoa. about it. At, at, at where we currently work? Or? No, no. This is when I was like working oh. this uh, skater's place. Oh, gotcha. They, and then uh, you said, see you later, boys? 
Nah, he was chilling, man. He was just like, yeah, they like wanted to consult me for the movie. I was like, don't put my fucking name on it. Like, it was it was weird. It was weird. Okay, but he was hmm. a nice guy. Oh, uh, that's 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 good. But I'll tell you what. You come over here with your war movies. I'm gonna bring it. I feel like you have a lot of I, research to do. I, I like a lot of old shit. Yeah, you know that for yeah for war movies. Give me some Kelly's heroes, bruh. Torah, Torah, Torah. Dirty dozen. That's and glorious bastards. Loving glorious Bridge River, bastards. Uh, River Kwai. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Here we go. The same. We got to wrap this up because you're being right. you're being a son of a bitch, and I don't like it. So. <laughs> Zach, do you want to plug um, you or the bands, any of the social media stuff? Um, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at Zacked Up for Barbecue, Z A K D Up for Barbecue. I can't remember if I spelled it with a C or a Q. <laughs> um, and then Outer Heaven, my band is Outer Heaven Death on Instagram, uh, Outer Heaven on Facebook. Sweet. Uh, which, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure that you don't have any boomers that listen to this so facebook's out yeah um god damn dude, facebook don't have the facebook, facebook anymore sucks. hey what's your myspace uh <laughs> i want oh, myspace to make my it MySpace? i want myspace to make a resurgence i relied heavily the, on that as a kid they uh to find music there, somebody somebody actually made a website that is a direct clone of like the best version whatever people say the best version of myspace is and I've like I've seen a couple people post like, oh like add me as a friend on like whatever it's called. It's like I don't even remember what it's called, but it's like supposed to be like just a clone of the best version of MySpace. And people want to jump ship from Facebook to there, but it's just like there's too many social media things, and I literally only use Instagram. That's it. I have the Facebook app, and I scroll through it, and then I'm like, why do I have this? So and I realize that I only use it for Messenger. I don't have any more because I got hacked and it was a whole thing. But that sucks. the only thing I need Facebook for is birthdays. Like I'm I'm bad with birthdays. Oh, and there's dude. no other there's no other platform to know your people's birthdays. Like it's, it's fucked. Yeah, but I I also like I I I'm like it comes in handy like twice a year when I'm like oh shit it's this person's birthday. But like when people's birthdays pop up, I'm like I don't care. Like I. I don't care that it's like my old coworker from like four stores ago's birthday. I'm not gonna say anything. Like I'm yeah. not gonna. Pro- I'm, I'm just. Not gonna post I'm just really bad at birthdays. Like, I am not the kind of person who's gonna like post on somebody's wall when it's their birthday uh, just because. No, no, no. I feel. I feel inclined. Yeah. Um. So where? Uh. I'm asking. I guess for the listeners, but more for my for my own personal thing. Yeah, yes. Uh. Where do you? Where should we get your the band's merch? Um, we have, oh, uh, massacremerch.com. It's, uh, run by the guy that does cold cuts merch. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. They do like a lot of punk stuff, but massacre merch is for their metal stuff. So it's like, he's got all kinds of stuff. I'm pretty sure like cannibal corpse has like a store on there. Maybe a couple things like he's got some other bands, but outer heaven, uh, has a store on massacre merch, um, relapse records. Uh, you can pick up our, records um cds um yeah i saw that on the the, uh, the vinyls look pretty cool yeah there, there's a lot of cool colors on the on the records that yeah. are uh that that we still have left we 
pretty sure a lot most of the colors are sold out but you know the black ones they, they sound the same um but yeah massacre merch is is where you get our merch uh right. not a ton of designs on there we we do we kind of take a page out of like the bolt thrower book where like we print merch exclusively for shows and we'll just like print you know like 50 of a shirt and then however many shows that lasts us that's how that's how long we sell them and then we'll just get a new shirt design and so it's kind of like oh like if you see somebody like if we see somebody at a show like with a certain shirt we'll know that like they came to a shirt like within this period of time and like we'll reprint them with like different colors and stuff like that but it just i think i think it i think it's cool that like a cool way to like make it more exclusive because like you get shirts at the show that you can't just go home and buy online yeah that's cool but we do have we do have a couple staple designs like we got a hoodie up on the up on the massacre merch and some t-shirts and a hat and shit like that but i think as we approach closer to the album coming out which should be i forgot to mention this earlier when you asked but uh which should be next year we're in the middle of recording it now um it's it's a lot faster than the first album. It's it's like a straight up it's a straight up thrash album ah, because interesting. It's but it's 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 like I had a lot more to do with the writing of it because like I came in pretty late to the writing game for Realms, and you know I only wrote like two or three songs on that one, but this one was more me. Like I wrote at least part of like at least like three quarters of the songs I had, like I put like a little bit of my, you know, hit my balls in a little bit, you know? Mm. So, all right. So but, based so, on that, if I had to guess it's a lot faster. Yeah. Like that, that sounds super dope. So, but based on what you said, if I had to guess, does that mean on the last album, did you write, uh, what lies beneath that? Okay. What lies beneath? Cause that's, so, that's super I, fast. What, that when I joined the band, I was only supposed to play one show because their bass player couldn't do it, and then they kept having problems with them. And they're like, "Do you just want to be our bass player?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Here, I wrote a song, and my first time jamming with them, I taught them "What Lies Beneath," and that we played that we've played that at every single show. Yeah, that was the first song I ever wrote for the band. I wrote um, "What Lies Beneath," multicellular savagery. Um, with all the the D beats and terrorizer blast beat parts, and, yeah. Uh, it's that, that that's basically that was a leftover. That was a song that I wrote for my old band Castle Freak, which was just a grindcore band. So that I was just like, here's this, <laughs> take it. And then um, on the slower side, uh, pulsating swarm. I wrote that one too. I was trying to do something a little different, a little slower. But the new one, it sounds like like I was going for on the new album, like all my songs. Not all my songs. They don't. I, w- I wouldn't. I'm trying to not make them sound the same, but like the vibe that I was going for most of them was like if Demolition Hammer wrote like Gateways to Annihilation by Morbid Angel. Yeah, so it's yeah. like very low tuned, but still very fast, very thrashy. Like there's songs on there. The second fastest song on the album that we recorded, uh, the drums for the other day is like 232 beats per minute or something like that, which is like fucking fast it's 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 fast man but yeah it's the the new albums it's it's more of a departure it's it's a departure in in the way that like it's 
it's just a lot faster, a lot thrashier. And because that's what I grew up on. I grew up as a thrash kid, like, you know, listening, you know, Megadeth and Forbidden and Annihilator and Violence and, you know, Slay. I mean, obviously Slayer and Demolition Hammer, you know. Yeah, like, that's cool. I mean, like, like that's going to yeah. be a great, uh, a great uh, transformation because, I mean, I, I love the last album, but it's very, you know, oh, thank it, you. It's, it's Doom. And then it's you transition to it's, thrash. It'll be it'll be a cool transition yeah. to see. Yeah, it's it, the, the I mean, the first EP, Diabolos Dibal, Vivisco, which like, I didn't have any part in. That is a straight up death doom EP like that. And so and then Realms was even faster than that, which like was like, oh, wow, they're fast now. And then like this is just going to make Realms seem like doom in comparison. Like it's. It's yeah. it's that it's that much it's intense I would I say dig it. I dig so, it so I can't I can't wait for everyone. I'm I'm very proud of it I can't wait for everyone to hear it especially because like there are a lot of the like a lot of death metal bands out there right now doing like the very like, mid paced you know stompy caveman riffy like thing worshiping like mortician and shit like that and this is just kind of like here's the other side of the coin like just going balls to the wall, thrashy speed. So, yeah. So I know, uh, for some reason, I, I wish all metalheads could just unite, but subgenres clash with each other. Do you dabble yeah. in the, uh, deathcore scene at all? Mm, not in particular. I used to like, I liked, um, the somatic defilement and this is exile by Whitechapel a lot yeah, when they yeah. came out. Um, my uh and like my guitar player john his old band my my guitar player john was in the band uh was in rivers of nile okay. so he like he knows like a bunch of those guys like they toured with a bunch of deathcore bands like i'm like i'm familiar with a lot of it but i wouldn't go like i wouldn't say i'm like particularly a fan like in high school i was like definitely more exposed to it that was like all my friends listened to so i was more exposed to it but the one like the one band that i liked the most out of that whole group was white chapel those first two albums i think are just really good oh yeah like the, yeah the they they kind of, of uh they changed as they went and went a little bit yeah. different but yeah in the beginning they were sick yeah i feel like i'm like the only one because like the the subgenres are so are so divided like um, I'm sure you saw it. Like, remember in shows, like all the T-shirts came out: uh, defend hardcore, defend deathcore, defend yeah. death metal. Yeah. All yeah. with the AK-47. I was like, what? Yeah. Why the fuck are we doing this? Like, I'm, I'm like, yeah. I'm like an, a, an even fifty-fifty percent like deathcore and death metal. Like, why can't that yeah. just be cool? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I have nothing against like those kinds of bands. Like, I, I have, like distinctly remember going to a show. It was like it was. Whitechapel, the Acacia Strain, uh, fucking Chelsea Grin, yeah. and uh, fuck, I don't remember the first band. I Declare War, maybe, was the first? I don't remember. But I remember being like, I was like, I just went because all my friends, you know, had tickets, and they were like, oh, uh, oh, and also, it was, I was in high school, and I was the only one that had a car. So they were like, we'll ah. buy you a ticket if you'll drive if you'll drive us and i was yep. like right fine I'll go, I'll go chaperone to the deathcore show you know but i was like 
I was, I, you know, I didn't have, I have no problem with like that kind of music. It's just not like, like I said, like what I, I grew up on like thrash and classic metal. Like I love like King Diamond, Iron Maiden's my favorite band of all time since I was seven years old. You know, like I just grew up on like the classic stuff. So I feel like my, yeah, like what I got, that's how I, I was, I morphed to and like, like yeah, my, like my, what my I dad was all ex- about 80s, 80s hair metal, which mm-hmm. he, he um i can't remember if i've told him my so like my favorite band of all time is pantera and uh okay i can't remember if he showed me um the power metal like the first album or if i told my like oh pantera yeah and he told me about it yep. but yeah so he was like stuck in that in that subgenre of Hades, 80s mm-hmm. hair metal but uh yeah that's my, how my that's dad, how it all morphed for me my dad my dad showed me iron maiden when i was like seven years old and i was saying yeah. that was game over and you know he gave me like all his like annihilator cds and forbidden and fate's warning and like showed me like all the bands and shit like that like my dad was like in bands in the 80s you know metal bands like he's told me stories of like hang like he met like dave mustaine and like he met lemmy a couple times uh, or what he met lemmy once i think I would uh, totally like he, he met lemmy he <laughs> Well, he told me the story that he was at a Motorhead show with his girlfriend in like the late '80s, and Motorhead's tour manager came up was like, came up to my dad's girlfriend and was like, "Motorhead wants you to go on their bus," and she was like, "All right, well, I'm not going without him." And but they were like, "All right, fine, whatever." So they invited my dad onto the tour bus, and they said they lasted about five minutes before they had to leave because Lemmy smelled so bad. <laughs> like my, they, they got on Motorhead's tour bus and my dad was like, it was like five minutes max. They were like, we have to go. Like this guy reeks, which I mean, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not surprising. Let me, let me doesn't look like he smells good on like a normal day. I can't yeah, imagine. His hygiene before. was probably questionable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they said he but, never ate a vegetable in his life. <laughs> Jesus. I res- respect, honestly. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you know you like them Brussels sprouts, boy. I do love I do love Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I had a Brussels sprout burrito today. Holy shit, it was banging. That sounds amazing. Pass Dude, I never, I never... Get there. <laughs> okay. 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 Get there. Sounds, sounds Brussels sprout. It was right. Was there anything else in there? Was just Brussels sprout? Oh, it was right a burrito. So it was like bacon, black beans, uh-huh. rice. Okay, okay. I can fuck, I can fuck on that. <laughs> I mean, I fuck on whatever. <laughs> yeah. Zach, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show, dude. Oh, th- thanks for having we me. We appreciate it. Vinny is uh, over there jerking his shit. It's fucking hot. <laughs> My ears are That's warm. Th- yeah, he, he doesn't like wearing the headphones. He's it. very sweaty right now. Yeah, I uh, I I understand. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the over ear headphones. But yeah, so we'll de- we'll definitely have to get you back on here soon for. I uh, um, please. I mean, I, I I had a good time. Maybe next time we can watch a good movie. Yeah, and do uh yeah we'll have to have you on for one of our classes. Yeah, I'm very uh, glad that I wasn't the only one that was list. like God fuck this movie. <laughs> That's what I was afraid. Yeah. Of. I, I, I was very afraid. I was really. Um, I I didn't have high or low hopes going in because I I really knew nothing about it, other than the uh, description. But I mean, like we've already talked about, like that first 
10, 15 minutes, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is going to be my jam. <laughs> and then it just wasn't. Yeah, that's disappointing. Rough. That's disappointing. Maybe next time we can we can do a watch this or die where we pretend that we've never seen Predator before, so we can actually enjoy a movie. <laughs> Dude, it's funny you said that. So I told my girlfriend that I was going to make fun of her on the show tonight. We're not seeing Predator. Yep. <laughs> Dude, you Dude. gotta you gotta do something about that. I I think my girlfriend's also never seen Predator. so. I'm in the car. Oh, shit, I wonder if Seth's ever seen it. We're, no, I would we're, assume she's We're stuck in 76 traffic. Guys, ri- what I'm figuring out is that no woman has ever seen Predator. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> we're sitting in traffic. Long, tall Sally comes on. I go, what movie is this from? She says, I don't know. I was like, think of like a bunch of muscly guys. I don't know. I said, And I go, Carl Weathers... Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse the Body. I don't Jesse know. Jesse the Body. I say Predator. She goes, I've never seen that. Oh, my God. And my head. I wanted to and jump out of the car. Him, right? I wanted to get out of the car and just <laughs> walk away. <laughs> so Damn, You would have been like Michael Douglas and falling down, just like oh leaving her God. car and walk Wait, home. so should that be a watch tonight? We're, we, no, we make the girls watch it. And oh, for sure. All come on here. And oh, talk. absolutely. Now that you say it, I, I, I'm wondering. I would hope Steph saw, but maybe she hasn't. I, I talked about it. I enough. did my whole like, Billy, and she just looked at me like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. You guys are a bunch <laughs> of pussies. <Stick it> <laughs> Alan. Jesse Ventura, this golden. There. I said, Gold. Dylan, you Honestly, son of a Jesse bitch, Ventura. Dylan. All right. All right, well, that, Zach, might be, that might be a possibility. Zach, I think we're going to get the girlfriends together. We're going to do a Predator episode. <laughs> get their uh, in-depth viewpoints on it. We'll, we'll sit back and drink We'll sit back and drink beers, and we'll let them really just figure like, out what happened. I'd really like to hear the female perspective on Predator. <laughs> <laughs> I think his biceps are pretty sexy. <laughs> the Predator's like, mouth oh, looks like a vagina. <laughs> Why is there only one woman in this in this movie, and she has four lines? She's silent the whole time. Are, three of them aren't in English. When they skin those people, I think it's a metaphor for childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Zach, love yeah, you, brother. Thank you again, for man. coming on, man. Right, thanks for having me, guys. That was, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to do it again, Vinny. Yes, sir. What do you got? Nothing. Nothing. Close her out, producer. What do you think? That is a wrap. All right, good. Thanks, thanks producer. That's well, good. as always, I'm Jeff. He's Vinny. Zach, thanks for being on Outer Heaven Death Metal. Check them out. They're on Spotify. They fucking rip shit up. And I cannot wait till live music is back. Oh, my God. They yeah. are going to. Whatever this off-air talk we're going to have next yeah. about this show in I, the uh, woods, we will be there. Yeah. I just I just got the confirmation. Uh, August 14th, We they... Uh, our liability insurance uh, got approved, so the show is on August 14th in Douglasville. Uh, first Outer Heaven show since uh, February 26th, I think, or February 20-something of last year. Uh, that show, also available on a vinyl uh, record from Relapse Records and available streaming. It's up in uh, Brooklyn, right? St. Vitus? Yeah, at St. Vitus. Yeah. Forgot to plug that. Very good. August yeah, 14th, uh, Douglasville. August, yeah, we will. August 14th. 
One hundred percent. Death metal matinee. Yeah. Death metal matinee in the park. I fucking love it. You heard so. it here first. Killer Pod from Outer Space, Outer Heaven. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out. We are out.